Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Welcome to Inconceivable. I'm Liam. I'm Alex. And I'm Wesley. And we are the Immortal Iron Fists. And we'll get to the new Iron Fist season once Wesley talks about his topic. But for now, briefly, before we head over there, I'd like to talk about an exciting new thing from Marvel. Um, they're doing something a little bit different. Hey, mine's exciting and from Marvel. You guys are worried about an all-Marvel podcast, don't worry, mine is not Marvel. You're welcome. Yeah, don't worry, this definitely won't be a two-dimensional podcast, alluding to his topic. Yeah, yeah. Anywho's. So Marvel, out of nowhere, decided that they wanted to release a thematic podcast, where they're doing a very production-high story in podcast form. And it's like listening to an audiobook, basically, but um, done in a way where it's more performance oriented and not so like, like multiple voice actors yeah, and stuff. Yeah, multiple voice actors, lots of Background sound sounds, design, yeah. design, music design. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I wonder and if I can a, get it on Audible or something. You, uh, you don't have to. You can get it for free on anything you find podcasts. That's the great thing about it. <laughs> totally free. Oh. No reason not to listen to it. It came out last week, um, mm. and it's about Wolverine. What's um, it called? Wolverine? I'm, uh, the Wolverine and the Long Nights. And the Long Nights. Yeah. I'm going to do a little check or, for us right now. Long Night? Long Nights? I'm not sure. But yeah, it's available wherever you can find podcasts. So if you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to it, you can find Wolverine and the Long Night. Um, By the way, sponsor us if you can. We're <laughs> telling people to listen to Wolverine. Yeah. Or don't. It's or don't. It's, it's, okay. it's fine. Marvel. Okay. Uh, oh, I found it. Yep. It is E. For everyone? Explicit. Yeah, no, not, not for, for everyone. <laughs> for explicit. They, got, like, oh. they get two episodes out? <laughs> yep, yeah, two, two episodes so far. Um, I don't know how frequently they post, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, they're extremely high production. I'm subscribed. Very entertaining to listen to. Um, very engaging. Um, and yeah, so I won't spoil anything. Not that there's much to spoil, but um, they start off from not the point of view of Wolverine, they're starting it out in a very mystery slash detective type feel mm-hmm. where they are discovering Wolverine from a very normal person point of view where this turns out to be like they think that it's a bear, you know, killing people with the slash marks. And then there's this one guy who watched uh, Wolverine kill some people mm-hmm. and he's like, that was no bear. Like, that was some, like, crazy monster, you know. And so they're, like, slowly uncovering. That's what a bear is. <laughs> but, like... But it came from a person, like, he was witnessing uh, all these crazy things, you know. Um, and like raccoons are like little cool. bears. Yeah. Um, but I think it's very, <laughs> it's like stuff. very like fascinating bears. that they're... I don't know what encouraged this. It was announced <coughs> uh, last month that they were doing this. Yeah, because when, when you said something, I thought I had heard about it a while ago. Yeah. I didn't know for sure if it had started What encouraged doing it. their decision to do this? I'm not entirely sure, but it's neat, I'm though. really cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this, uh, podcasting is a very underrated form of uh, media. And I think a lot of people don't think of it as that way because it's such a, when you think about it, it's not revolutionary. Like, we're using just sound. There's no visuals. So, like, when we're pushing the envelope on, like, media, like, we're looking at the VR stuff. We're doing all these cool things, you know, better technology and all better visuals and all that kind of stuff. It's weird to take a step back and, like, no visual. It's just just sound, and mm-hmm. we we made well, it's sound. It's also kind of old school and insane. Yeah, because that's what radio is basically. Is like right. You gotta you gotta hear it and you gotta like make Visualizing. an image in your body. Yeah. yeah. So like podcasting, as far as like sound quality wise, is 
basically as far developed as it can be. Um, and I gotta say, like, this really utilized everything. It's very 3D sound. Like, when you're listening to this, if you got headphones on, it's kind of jarring at points because it literally feels like when someone's walking and talking, they're, like, walking around you as they're talking. Like, whoa, you know? Mm. Um, they, de they do a really good job with the sound design on this on this project, which is very exciting. Um, very immersive, you know? It does not take that long to get sucked right into this and just, like, immediately start visualizing this story in your head. Uh, so if you didn't like podcasts, you're going to like this in a heartbeat. Um, but hmm. it's going to be interesting. We've seen how Marvel has used like Hulu and Netflix for their series. Yeah. I don't know how this section of things, because they're looking at a very, I don't know, because this is actually... It's part of the MCU, y'all. Yeah, this is this is actually <laughs> Marvel not. making it, not Fox. Yeah. So, so like it's, Marvel Studios? Is this, the, is this the first Marvel version of Wolverine. He may be. I don't know. They're not... I said it's not part of the MCU as far as I know. It's a... It's its own thing. Yeah. But it's an interesting thought. Well, um, it sounds like it's like a... It's like a comic book issue in... Yeah. You know, like audio comics. Yeah, audio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh. And I'm wondering if they kind of make their own universe of Marvel characters. It's kind of cool. Podcasts. I don't know what they... I like that... I like how creative an idea right. it is, though. I've always been a big fan of audiobooks. Like, I haven't listened to them a lot, but, like, when I was a kid, I'd love listening to them while doing something else, you know? I've become a big fan of audiobooks lately, let me tell you. I've, I listened to a whole book the other day while I was at work. While I was at work. Yeah, like, and that's another reason why I love uh, podcasts, because I think, that's, okay. I think that's the attraction of this media, where it's not revolutionary in any way. Mm. It's the fact that most things where you can't be watching something, say you're working, say you're just like, say you're running, you know, you're doing exercise or just mm -hmm. any other chores, house tasks, any of those kinds of things where your eyes need to be focused on something else. Your ears are still, in most of these cases, available for other things. And if you want to catch up on your favorite stuff, that's why podcasting is taking off because people want, they want more entertainment, you know, mm -hmm. and they can do it in the more boring tasks of life through podcasting and audiobooks. You yeah. Know? I was um, listening to an audiobook last night while working on stuff around the house. Cool. And, you know, it's great to be able to multitask in that way. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I can't, like, it's hard to watch a movie while doing stuff at the same time because, you know, a lot of that is visual. Especially with, like, anime and stuff. Like, it's a lot of very visual and stuff. And it's super hard because it's, a lot of it's yeah. sub, not even dubbed. So yeah, but you have to actually watch it to understand it. Yeah, but yeah. even if it is dubbed, a lot of it is just, like, visual stuff that you, you know, mm -hmm. have to see. But, with podcasts or audiobooks, they're literally telling you what is happening, but not so much that it's just information. It's giving you a picture of what's going yeah. on. It's cool. I've wanted, I wanted, there are so many books that I want to read and need to read. Like, I literally buy books faster than I can read the ones I already have. So, like, audiobooks is like a, like, saved me. <laughs> like, awesome. I can actually get some of that stuff done now. Is it easier to listen to, than to actually read? I feel like it is. Well, because the thing well, is yeah. that reading, you have to look at that. And reading takes a lot more attention span than just listening. And, like, you're getting it, like, they're basically interpreting the like in, it for you. Yeah. Like, when you read it, there's so much more that goes into it, but when you're hearing it, like they're already making all the right like voice inflections and stuff like that, so it's easier to yeah, it's doing digest. a lot of the work for you. you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. where you've got this podcast where it's doing it's not just someone reading it to you; mm -hmm. they're adding a lot of atmosphere. You yeah, know? they're giving that surround feel. They're giving you the sound effects and music and just mm -hmm. making it so engaging. Like yeah. it couldn't be any more engaging. Yeah. So I'm like really applauding them with the work that they're doing with this so far. Um, I don't have as much to talk about about what the actual content is like because yeah. one spoilers, but two, there's only two episodes out. Um, how long are they about each? About thirty to forty minutes. That's cool. That's nice, that's good cool. chunk. Yeah, you know, that's some people's commute to work. Mm -hmm. You know, so some is this like a test run for them and like how to do it, and then if they if it works, I'm guessing. Well, then yeah, if this does well, knowing Disney and Marvel, they'll totally like. They won't just do one more; they'll do like three more. You know. Yeah. Um, something you would find interesting is I'm listening to the Iliad in audiobook form. Oh boy! And it's voiced by the guy who played Beast in the Beauty and the Beast live action. Really? Yeah, he does the voice for it. 
He had a like, very he nice voice it. as the beast, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I'm listening, it's like, I will wet my blade with your hot blood, or something <laughs> like that. Like, Whoa! basically two guys fighting over a girl for 40 minutes. Like, but it's interesting. You were <laughs> like, listening to a guy... <laughs> Wait, what? Like Achilles and Agamemnon like fight over this girl for, for like the whole minutes? first book. Yeah. Now is it verbal fighting or are they actually fighting? Arguing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the whole <laughs> sword talk is not actually happening. Explain so. verbal fighting for me. <laughs> How dare <laughs> you, you knave? <laughs> Arguing is verbal combat. <laughs> you uncultured swine. It's pretty much the, the insults they have. Yeah. And your mother smelled of you, elderberries. You dog face. This one you use. Son of a turd. Like, Son of that, a motherless goat. Is that what rap owls are? Or just verbal combat? <laughs> yeah, much, yeah. yeah. It's dissing the other person as much as you can. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Eminem. <laughs> um, one thing I do want to say, though, is that the way that they're going at this, it's not nearly as action-oriented. You know? hmm. It's referring to some action. It's more like a journey. It must be right. hard to do action and Well, that's what I'm saying, form. and I don't think that they and will And he cut be. the guy in three pieces with his it's claws. Boom. So I feel like they're not gonna, you're not going to see Avengers in podcast format. You're going to see more things that are story-heavy and yeah. not action-heavy like we're used to. So I wonder, um, as we're talking about this new gateway into... into content for Marvel, what are some other superheroes that you could see working well with this format specifically? Like, detective-based superheroes, Batman would be good. Um, I don't know anything really about Gambit, and I want to know more about him. Gambit's kind of action-oriented, and a lot of it is like his... Oh, his glowy eyes and flashy cards. And I'm thinking maybe more like Jessica Jones would be a good one. Yes. That's a smooth one, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's, yeah, there's a lot of options out there. Um, on the DC side, there's a character called, uh, is his name Enigma? He's got, like, no face. But, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, these more, like, detective-y kind of characters would, I think, would fit fit well in that category. I could even see, like, uh, Black Widow. Yeah, that would be, that would be cool. Yeah. Because there's, there's action, but it's not the same type, you know? Maybe they cover what happened in, um... Uh, Budapest. Maybe they cover yeah. what happened in Budapest happened via in audio. Buda- <laughs> what happened that in Budapest? Would be awesome. Yeah. See, that would be a good avenue for this because it reminds me of what. Because I don't know if you know, but Doctor Who has a lot of audio serials. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like a missing adventures, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's canon, but it isn't at the but same it's not time. Necessary. So like yeah. they don't refer to it in the show. It's side stories. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes when I be what I mean by they don't refer to it in the show is that. It's, it's kind of backwards because yeah. they'll take stuff that re- they've referred to in, in a the show, show. So and they mention on it. Exactly. Yeah. But the show doesn't touch, ever refer. It's a one-way street. It doesn't go back. Yeah. It feels kind of uh, like the Marvel TV shows. Say, it yeah. kind of sounds like one of the... Um, well, like, you get information in a TV show and then it happens in, like, a movie. Sort of like Darth Maul and, spoiler alert, yeah. Solo and the Clone Wars. Like, he, he shows up in the, in the TV show... And people, and then like people watch movies, they're like, "Oh, well, he's still dead." It, it yeah, I don't care. It confuses then, people so much too, because I was, I was didn't talking. Didn't he to die? A, I'm like, yeah. Well, well, I was talking to a friend last night, and I was like, "Oh yeah, but Darth Maul's alive again." I was like, "No, actually, he's dead for good now," because Obi Wan kills him in the in uh, in spoiler, uh, spoiler alert. alert. Obi Wan kills Darth Maul again. Actually, kills him this time in Rebels. So he's like, "But wait, but what about Solo?" And I was but, like, "Well, Solo he, takes place before," and it's just like, yeah, explaining it to people is so he came back. But yep. he's dead. He's but he's actually, actually dead. dead still now. Yeah. And they just expanded his story for like. I don't know how much Disney themselves was involved with this, and how much Marvel is taking this as their own project. But on the term of Star Wars, I could absolutely see some Star Wars stories. Oh, definitely. In yes. the podcast. I don't know what that was, but <laughs> have they already done audiobooks for Star Wars? I, I would. They must have done something along those lines. Yeah. But podcasting is taking a new hype that makes sense for like these and I will say podcasting has been popular for a while but what Marvel is doing with their like their their cinematic stories is what I want to call them because it's not just storytelling it's literally making a performance in audio form and going the whole nine yards with that um, and that specific genre of podcasting is I wouldn't say new but it's recently gaining traction, and that's something that a lot of people are hungry for. Because most most podcasts are stuff like this, where it's talk shows, yeah. review stuff, or just comedy, or a lot of like um, educational stuff. That's the majority of podcasts that you have right now. Um, a lot of 
uh, content talking about content. You know, indirect content, we'll say. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of direct content. What Marvel is doing is making a lot of direct content where this is its home. You know, we're talking about, we're on this platform, we're talking about content from different platforms. But this is something that's creating something new on this platform, you know. Yeah. And that's a whole new world of stuff that we barely tapped into, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and I think more companies are now trying, are now seeing the, now that podcasting is mainstream now. Yeah. Um, I think companies will look at this specific genre of stuff as a new opportunity of stuff, which mm -hmm. has a lot of uncharted territory. We can go a lot of ways with this. So it'd be really cool to see this and I can totally see stuff because you just like, just you, you know, you're working. Are you allowed to uh, listen to stuff while you work? Yep. I hope so. You listen yeah. to the entire you, book. Yeah, yeah, I listen to the entire say, book while I was at work. You're a uh, uh, comics fan. Yeah. You want, you want your I'm fix. I'm right in their demographic. Yeah, <laughs> you want your fix for comics, yeah. but you can't, you don't have a lot of time to devote to movies yeah. and stuff like that. You know, you are also got college going on. You don't have a lot of time mm -hmm. for movies. You can get your comic book fix while you're working, while you're doing your schoolwork. Mm -hmm. How awesome is that? You know? Let's get a Daredevil one. That would be good. I like that. Daredevil. Yes, because he's blind. You don't need visuals. <laughs> what if it's from his point of view, like the no. whole time? That'd be cool. <laughs> That's yeah, actually like other characters. Are like, what do you think of? Have you seen this? I'm blind. No, <laughs> of a very point of view reference yeah. story of that. Now that patent that idea yeah. right now. Marvel, you're gonna have to steal one from me. That's a freaking no, it's their good character. idea. You can take it for free. I'm their character. Because the other thing that I was gonna mention, which isn't nearly good as that, but I was gonna say, um, what if you had something Spider-Man, Spider-Man oriented in that universe? Like, for instance, what if you had, um, um, what's his face, um, Osborn's son, Harry. Uh, Harry. What if you had a Spider-Man story in the perspective of Harry? That'd be cool, because there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going on, not as much action, oh, so yeah. that, that makes sense context-wise for that. But there's a lot of story there, you know, in his whole journey of... like, And it'd be cool to see Spider-Man from the other point of view, and not oh, yeah. from the... From sometimes a good point of view, sometimes from a like Spider-Man is a like a villain and he's doing all these like he's like he's got like a personal vendetta. Yeah. I I'm a big fan of stories that are looking are challenging the stories that we all know and love from a completely different viewpoint. And I feel yeah. like and that's one thing that movies can't do. You have a hard time getting into characters' heads. This audio storytelling is a way you can capture that, just oh, yeah. like books does. So, it offers a lot of story opportunities that you can't do on film. That's, like, the one thing that it, that this can do that film can't. Yeah. So, stories like getting Internal into, like, yeah, can you stuff. imagine having, like, getting in Harry's head about that whole monologue mm -hmm. of, like, the complicated family... Harry Potter audiobooks! We already have those. Oh. Yeah. Harry Potter audio series. I want to hear podcasts, like, in the story form that you're talking about by, uh... Nick Fury's perspective. That'd be cool. Mm. Dude, like have you seen the pictures for, for Captain Marvel? I saw I was disappointed so because I heard a teaser for Captain Marvel, and I was like, trailer. And they gave me pictures instead. I'm like, they're But the still pictures cool. are great! They're cool, but the trailer's Come coming on. out on Tuesday. I like how... No, and I tell yeah. you something. Tuesday? Yeah, yeah Tuesday. It's, it's, I like how they... It's, 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 <laughs> not to get too up here. I like how they show the actual suit. Yes. About that. Yeah. So it's the actual the suit, not yes. the green one. Well, because you mm -hmm. see in the pictures that they, you've got like a team green one. that you start out with, and that's the green one. Yeah. Which makes sense because she the, colors it herself or whatever. Well, no, I'm imagining that yeah. she's part of a team. The team gets disbanded from whatever yeah. reason, and then now she's a loner and she changes her all, all yeah. outlook. And that makes sense because the green suit would have been earlier in production, so that's why you you saw pictures of that yep. first and mm -hmm. not this suit. It all yeah. call sense. it. They all either die or turn bad. I'm gonna call it right now. Yeah. It reminds but, me very Green Lantern-esque. Oh, it definitely is. Except these ones aren't animated, which is great. <laughs> although, I hope they're not animated. <laughs> no, they're real. In the, in the Marvel Universe, the real comparison between... Um, Nova Corps. Is the Nova Corps. The Nova Corps is pretty much the Green Lantern Corps. Mm. Um, which I'm looking... Like, I they hope they helmet. introduce Nova soon, because Nova is so cool. Yeah, pretty fun. Yeah. So, He's got a helmet. He's got a helmet. We talked yeah. about Marvel and all the things that yeah. they can do. Real quick, is there anything that we can think of that we'd love to see outside of comics that'd be great for this format? Um, outside of comics? Yeah. Like side stories of main... You mean like fandom... Cinematic stories in podcast form. Like, like I don't know, they might have... DC and Marvel? They might have already done it, but it'd be cool if they did that for Harry Potter, because they've definitely done yeah. audiobooks where it's like Firefly. Firefly. That'd be a good I was one. just looking at the comic. Yeah, and like... The Walking Dead... 
Street Fighter. No, I can't. What? <laughs> uh, no, I'm um, literally just looking at the. Battlestar Galactica would also be really good for that too. Bears. Also, Battlestar Galactica. Here's a good one. Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Trek has a lot less, a lot of more like drama and like actual verbal combat, <laughs> as as the kids would say. Captain Picard always kids would say. verbally attacking the other people. Or Spock. Yeah. Spock doesn't attack. Be, no, he, he just talks sarcastically. Exactly. Attack. So there you go. That would work. Um, and hey, even like I don't know, this is gonna come out of left field, but Nancy Drew. We're getting some like Sherlock Holmes that kind of stuff. Kirby San Diego. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Nancy <laughs> Drew. Yeah. Or the Hardy Boys. Still my favorite <laughs> though. Seriously, if they could do like Boys. literally a POV, dead. Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Thank you. I know. Isn't that cool? That would be so. I didn't realize how great an idea it was until it came out of my mouth. Like, can you imagine, like, actually... And that's the way you could actually make action scenes work. Because, like, it could just be him in his own head. Yeah. And he, yeah. Like, hearing the battle happen, commence, as he's as you're hearing his thoughts. Like, can yeah. you imagine? Like, oh! Yeah, it's going to be, be chills, cool. man. You know, yeah. That would be, you know, be a weird thing to do is watch Daredevil or... Listen, no, we have blindfolded. <laughs> listen blindfolded. to the Daredevil listen TV to show. It. See if I'm like, watching see it. what you can catch. I probably yeah, it wouldn't work actually for me. Oh, never mind. Or every time the show is from his perspective, pause it and blindfold yourself. Just and like, like wait, Daredevil <laughs> time. Really immerse myself in the experience. Oh, I can already see myself if they made that. And I was listening to it. I always just imagine like you know the thing you know when you were a kid and you watched Karate Kid for the first time and you just felt like you wanted to be a karate master after you finished that movie. Mm. The credits are playing, they're playing the music, and you're already like sha sha yeah uh, crank kick, you know. And then like I can already see myself listening to this podcast and being into it and just like just like doing things without looking. I want to be blind now. No. <laughs> Throw some chemicals in my eyes, man. But also, oh. that being said, this would be really cool for people who are legit blind. This would be a, a format that really caters yeah, to them. Yeah, no kidding. Like, why? I don't know why they didn't come to mind sooner. Like, seriously, this is this is fandom now accessible for people who can't read comics. Seriously, like yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Isn't that what audiobooks are anyway? Though? Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, like they were like they released this pot Wolverine podcast and we're all just kind of like, yeah, that's neat. You know, that's a cool novelty. But for well, other how people, about for people who can't yeah, see things, that's revolutionary. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Like, that's cool. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. It is very cool. Mm -hmm. I honestly feel very proud of myself when I'm able to walk in the dark and not hit anything. It's <laughs> like, yeah. yeah I still struggle with that. Me like, well, if I'm in a place that I know I have from memory, I'm just like, I know where I am. Yeah. Well, right. speaking of having masks and blindfolds on, what? Talk oh, about yeah. Iron Fist <laughs> Season 2! <laughs> and some of you, blindfolds. like me, who hasn't gotten around to watching it because it's like gotten very not-so-great reviews, are just like, why are we going to talk about Season 2? Because Explain. Iron Fist Season 2 is the greatest comeback in TV show history that I've ever witnessed. Say it so! And actually, I was telling you guys before we started, I'm pretty sure... I read that it is the biggest jump on Rotten Tomatoes, like, as far as rating, it's the biggest jump between seasons that they've recorded. Because here's Same. the thing, what? I'm pretty sure that that show was ever so close, just being not getting a season two. Yeah. They must have been I so was close. very surprised when I said, like, very soon after the first season came out, hey, we're coming out with a season two, and I was like, why would I'm you? wondering if this is a case of whoever is writing for the show had a great story to tell for season two that basically the season one they just had to get out of the way in order to make season two Either happen. that or the people who wrote season two really capitalized on everything that they set up in the first season. Is Danny just Rand perfectly likable in this season? He is likable now. Did you think he was likable in the first season? No. Okay. That's cool. I problem. liked him better than most people did, but he was still hard to watch sometimes. But he's definitely a likable character this time around. That's is much he actually so. good at martial arts this time? Yes, the choreography is much better. Okay. Much better. That was a big thing that I had a problem with in the first season. Like, this is the immortal Iron Fist. He's been training yeah. like half his life, and he's supposed to be really good. Well, he gets he's beaten also, up by a couple of thugs. Like, I understood, because he's also really out of touch with mm. the real world. Like, in, in the first season. So, like, that's why he's all, like, weird. I, I, I like to preface. No spoilers here. No so, spoilers. if you I'm haven't seen this and you want to see this... Yeah. 
You're all good. Yeah, I'm continue gonna, to hear us talk. Yeah, about I'm it. gonna avoid spoilers. But like, so the choreography is better. The characters are great. Like villains included are just great. Like right off the bat, or I don't know if it's right off the bat. But in the first two episodes, you're introduced to a certain character that is just really interesting. And, like, you just want to learn more about this character. So, like, that was the thing, is the pacing is so... This is actually probably the best pacing that any of the Marvel TV shows have had so far, because I was, I was engaged from the very first episode. Like, they build on stuff, but it's just sometimes in those shows it takes you a few episodes, or maybe there's a lull in the middle. There wasn't with Iron Fist Season 2, like... There was stuff going on where you were waiting to see more the whole way through. The season one big problem for me was that they weren't very consistent with like who the big baddie was, mm -hmm. like the villain. Like it was, oh, it's his father's old friend. Oh no, wait, that father's old friend is working for this people. Oh wait, these people, this they're they're not the actual. They're the they're the next show's yeah. bad guys. And uh, I don't think it even got to the point where I actually got to. Meet see the bad guy do anything like the yeah. real bad guy he didn't even show up until several seasons or episodes later i think yeah yeah and That's, so this that was disappointing. and like but just like having had all of that stuff already happen really helped launch season two because like they definitely build off of all that stuff having already happened so like you can't you can't just skip to season two i wouldn't advise doing that you should watch season one sit through it and just know that if you sit through season one, you will be you're really going to be rewarded watching if season two. you can two. muscle your way past the gagging reflex of season one, you might like season two. Yeah. Now, I just want to be, like, I'll say it again, like, it's not good, but, like, where most people might give season one, like, a 10, like, a 10%, I'll give it, like, a 20%. So, like, I'm still saying that it's not great, but I... I enjoy. I tried to see it's the best in it. It's a good time if you're like interested really, in the really tired. Well, I'd say it's a good time if you're really interested in the character because I was really whether it was going to be good or bad. I was just really excited to see Iron Fist because well, I think Iron Fist is cool. Here's the thing: is that when they announced Iron Fist, was Iron Fist the last out of the first round? Of yes. People? So not only was it last where people were the most Skeptic. disinterested yeah. in seeing another Marvel TV mm -hmm. series, but it was also probably the worst reviewed if I remember correctly so yes. it just seemed like if there was any of these Marvel shows to drop out when there's mm -hmm. only like already like five or six of them where it feels like they've got more than enough it's like okay some of these are just not gonna make yeah. the cut that one easily no complaints would have just not made the cut and nobody would have said anything exactly and granted like Iron Fist is a cool character so don't like I hope I hope the season first season didn't like ruin the character for you Iron Fist is a cool character and he gets substantially better in the second season the thing is, is Iron Fist's universe is a lot like Doctor Strange's universe, where Doctor Strange turned out to be really good, but the fear with Doctor Strange was the same that it is with Iron Fist, where that kind of like super magical, like mystical mm -hmm. universe is really hard to adapt into the MCU, like to real life. Like it's really hard to to get it right. So they struggled a little bit, but now they're really off, like on their feet and on a roll. And the way that the second season ends, it opens up just a big, like, um, I read, like, I once I finished the series, I read a couple articles online about it, and people are generally excited about the show going forward, and even saying that it could be Marvel's best TV show on Netflix, like, it could be their best one. So, I haven't watched the show, but I did see one of the end clips, mm -hmm. and I really want to talk about it. Is it okay if we spoil that Yeah, one? we can, I guess we so, can, we can go just... Well, Clarity. <laughs> One second before okay. we get into spoiler territory. <coughs> Bless you. Do you really just freaking dab when you sneeze? I did. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm I cannot <laughs> let that slide. That's no, I'm, insulting. I'm proud of you. I'm, proud of you. I'm. I wasn't dabbing. I was telling you what time it I'm was. I'm freaking ready to, to verbally combat <laughs> you. Right now. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. What? What are we waiting for? Before we do spoilers, what are you looking oh, at? I was trying to. I'm having a hard time. Oh. I'm trying to find the ratings oh, no. of season to season, oh, no. but whatever. Here it comes again. Just never mind. Wait. What? Got a dumb dab away. again. <laughs> He's really disappointed in me. I am. Like, almost sad. Okay. Look, you I'm okay dab all the time. What are you talking I, no, about? No, 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 no. I know. Because I hated dabbing, and then I started doing it ironically, yep. like insulting it. Yep. And 
then I couldn't stop doing the ironic <laughs> thing. And so now I just dab tastefully, okay? Okay, and tasteful so dabbing. using a dab Not to... Not spiteful to, dabbing, to tasteful elbow dabbing. cough isn't tasteful? Yeah. No, because I'll tell very you. very tasteful. I'll tell making you. Making a dabbing, motion and then making it into something else? Yes. No, very tasteful. No, because when... No. no, no <laughs> when, I can't when, believe we're having this. No, I'm, I'm serious, though. Like, when, when dabbing was first a thing, and the thing, and the kids thought it was the coolest freaking thing ever, and we'd do it any chance they could get, sneezing was an obvious go-to, and it was so just, like... Like, in the mix of just dabbing being cringy, like, oh, now whenever you sneeze, you're going to dab, too? Like, that's just the worst offense. And that's still... One well, of, no. Iron Fist is like a dab. It's got to be done tastefully. And season two oh is done gosh. tastefully. <laughs> so, so here... Spoilers we, from yeah, now on. From here on, we're going to discuss a few spoilers. I'm still going to try to keep it kind of thin, because I'd like these guys to watch it. The one I'll, scene that I did see was because I saw a picture on Instagram that made me think, that is extremely stupid. Is that real? So I went to the scene on YouTube, and it was really stupid, and it was real. So basically what happens, the immortal Iron Fist, that's his weapon, right? His fist is his yep. weapon. He, he, both his sands start to glow, but then he takes out these two guns, and they start to glow, and then he shoots glowing bullets, and it looks really, really stupid. And why is that? Because I his actually, fist is supposed to be the weapon, I actually, not his glowing. You would, he's passing his chi into the gun? Yes. Why? That's a you, you would have option. You would have to... If it was a sword, it was cool. Okay, stop what? being sad so I can make you not sad, all right? <laughs> You're just... Don't wallow! <laughs> you have to watch the show because they really explain how the power actually works. So, like... Um, by the way, that is a, that gun thing, um, Iron Fist fans are actually really excited to see that, because that means a really popular Iron Fist character is about to come on the scene, named, um, or, or, Orson Randall, who was the Iron Fist before Danny, and his, his, like, his, like, special thing was that he imbued the power into the guns, not his fists, so and so that's how Danny, because... A little bit. No, actually, I don't want to reveal that spoiler so, because that's really so, important. So, 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 putting your power into the bullets, what is that going to do? Make the bullets he, shoot better? Do you see that he guided the bullets to shoot the other person's bullet? Freaking curve the bullet? No. Yeah, yeah. You missed that part. There's a movie. Okay? They see, already have see, movies this is about bullets curving. See, this, this is what, what happens when you again? take. It's called James wanted. McAvoy? It's called wanted. This is what happens. You take scenes out of context. You get upset. Don't do but, that. But can't he just, like, dodge the bullets because he's the immortal Iron Fist? He's if not he's the, the immortal Iron Fist, he can't die, okay, right? Okay, listen, you need to watch the show because you don't... You're, so he's the mortal Iron Fist. He's... He's... No, you, I can't tell you... All right. I can't tell you what's happening. But that... Yeah. You don't ruin that scene for yourself because you don't know what's going on. Who are you? I'm the mortal Iron Fist. Just leave the mortal out, then. No. No, That's but why... Really, watch the show because a I'm lot... I'm the mortal Batman. Like... There's actually a big plot twist in in the second season that's oh, really important. No. Another so. plot twist. Plot twists are good. Everybody likes plot twists. Sometimes plot twists are too much. Well, plot, this plot Looking twist at is you, nice. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> in fact, like, the way this plot twist ends up, it's almost as if, like, it was affected by plot what twist, people said about the first season. Guns. So, I don't know. You should, you would, you just watch it and we'll talk about this again. Why do you need guns? Why couldn't you just use, like, you know, marbles and, like, Okay, now that's silly. Well, it's already silly. Why not just go with it? You can you can I'm, use anything to go around. I'm like legitimately hurt that you thought that Why was silly. Like Guess what? We're just putting the hurt train around because of your stupid sneezy <laughs> dabbing. I have no remorse. Don't listen to Alex. He hasn't actually watched it. I've watched it, and it's cool. It's freaking cool, man. You thought season one was cool. No, I just thought it was a little less, little less bad than it. Rewind to our <clears throat> ratings of those Marvel shows. Where yes. was it on your rating list? Where was Iron Fist on my list for like all the shows? Yeah. Last. There you season, go. Season. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Season two brings it up to like, like number three on my list. Wow. Yeah. Because you got some tough competition. Yep. Movies. Daredevil is like, like secured in number one. <laughs> yeah, like, Dare it's just Daredevil obvious. season one. It's just automatically the best. It's just yeah, and then Punisher's up my there for me. my second favorite show. Did I? I don't remember what I said it was last time. Jessica Jones. Watch yeah, I'm Jessica Jones is probably my second favorite did of the shows. Did you watch Luke Cage season two? I did. Okay. Yeah, in fact, I was going to talk about that on here, but I never got to it. So maybe yeah. I'll save that. What if Luke oh. Cage was just a show about Nicholas's Cage's son? That's not no. Whoa. No. 
No. But I will say a little thing about Luke Cage is that Luke Cage Season 2 has a very interesting ending. So... Um, Does he shoot magical bullets out of his hands? No, he shoots magical marbles, Alex, just like you always wanted. <laughs> yes! But no, I will watch that I'll show. S- I'll save Luke Cage for another time. But I had to get to Iron Fist just because it was so, like, wow, it's actually really good. And, like, there's exciting, like, it's just, yeah. Kind of reminds me of um, Cobra it. Kai. When yeah. that thing came out of nowhere. Well, that, that was different, because that came, that that was came out of nowhere. Yeah, this is something like you had, you probably, you started to worse than nothing. Marvel on it, we're expecting big things, but like, this was... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, this is a bigger comeback, because Cobra Kai was started from nothing. Just bad impressions of like, oh, people just thought I was going to be garbage, but it actually wasn't. But people actually knew that this was going to be garbage, and it wasn't. So here's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Wait, who are the, who's the fourth defender? Or is there three of them? No, so there's Daredevil, Jessica Jones, okay, and yeah. Cage, and X. So I would definitely rank them like this now. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, um, Luke Cage, Punisher. So I will say, though, it's putting Luke Punisher's Cage last? What? Yeah. That's I put Punisher last. I think that I that's... just felt like Punisher was kind of dry in places. But that's being said, Punisher was also great in... Oh, it was definitely good. No, no, Punisher was also good in Daredevil. Yes, he was. Oh, he so, was very and also Daredevil is, is at this point is the only one that had that doesn't have multiple seasons. Right. So that would no, make, that would put right. it lower. Has two so, seasons. Dare, I meant I meant Punisher. Yeah. Punisher doesn't only have I, one season. Yeah. I mean um, Defenders are only. only so I would season. argue that yeah, that puts Luke them. Cage in the hot seat because Luke Cage wasn't that great reviewed either. Well, Luke Cage, not as bad as Iron Fist, but also also meh, reviews. Well, yeah, I have a different opinion on that though because I really liked both seasons of Luke Cage. I really liked both seasons of Luke Cage. The thing is, though, is Iron Fist season two is better than both of is better than both of Jessica Jones seasons. Yikes! But the fact that Je- Iron Jessica Fist, Jones was also fantastic. Yes, but the thing is, the reason why Iron Fist is still number three is because its first season is so bad that like it only it has one collective. really good season, where Jessica Jones has two good seasons. So yeah, um, but the reason why I say this puts Luke Cage on the hot seat because even if it's more. Uh, decent than um, Iron Fist was. Mm-hmm. Now you're making Luke Cage actually seem because now that it's not paired with another mediocre series. Yeah. Now it's the only series that hasn't had a wow season. All well, these other sho- shows well, actually has had their chance for their character to shine, mm-hmm. where you're just like, dang, this is awesome. Actually, I contest that. Really? Yes. So I think most people's problem with Luke Cage season two is that it actually should have been shorter. The pacing is really off, but here's the thing: where all of the Marvel Netflix shows, the the one the character shows, they are all at like they're all left in really good spots right now. Daredevil season two, well, actually, technically, Daredevil season three is going to follow the Defender series. So because of the Defender series, Daredevil season three is is going to be really exciting because of where Jessica. Jones 2 right. left off, that season's gonna be really exciting. Because of where Iron Fist left off, you got a whole, it just, it opened it right up. Iron Fist season 3 or whatever happens next for him is gonna be amazing. Luke Cage had a really interesting ending that changed a lot of things, actually. So, Luke Cage season 3 should be really good, too. Mm. So, Doesn't I get he... what you're saying that it's on the hot seat, but like, uh, Luke Cage's problems were more towards the beginning in the middle of the series and it ended on a high note. So, yeah. yeah, I think they had a really great villain for Luke Cage in season one, and then they just botched it up. I think one of my favorite moments was uh, when he got out of prison. And he had the whole look, mm-hmm. you know, with the yellow shirt and the yeah. thing. I'm like, that's cool. And then I was not interested anymore. What is his power again? Luke Cage. He's, he's in, really he's invincible. Thick. His his <laughs> his skin. Um, his skin is in, is invincible. His yeah, the, the outside of, the outside of him is enti- is completely indestructible. But not well, yeah. So like for instance, you could drown him. That that would be yeah. But like, yeah, he's completely impervious to to damage on the outside. But on the inside, on the inside, a soft he's marshmallow. He's a marshmallowy man. Yeah, he needs yeah. some love. Another thing with Luke Cage is I th- I actually think, well I don't know because the definitely. The two actors with the least amount of skill. I definitely think that Luke Cage and Iron Fist have the, the two less talented leading man leading guys. Luke um, Cage is so boring. 
He yeah, like he needs to he needs to express he himself no more. He's he's got like one dimension. But um, I actually think at this point, um, Iron F like Danny Rand Danny Rand is more interesting, especially since he is so much better in season two than he was in season one. Um, also, Misty Knight is in um, Iron Fist season two, and she pairs pretty well with Colleen. Colleen like Wing is just a great character. She was gr she was the shining spot of season one, and she just gets better in season two. So, Colleen Wing is cool. Doesn't the detective woman have a metal arm She now? does have a metal arm. She's a robot arm. I just want Rocket to cross over and steal it. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it because of that, then, if she, if she did that. Watch it anyway. Uh-huh. I'll even come over and watch it. I'm going to watch it anyway. Yeah, because Iron Fist Season 2 is definitely worth watching. You'd watch it more than once? I would watch it more than once. I also just like because Davos is the villain for this one, and I Davos from is Game it. of Thrones. No. Oh. Da so they Davos over Game of Thrones with Marvel. No, Davos is the Steel Serpent. He's basically like anti Iron Fist. Steel and Serpent. He's the Iron Iron Fist. And I know there's a lot of villains in the Marvel Mega Universe. Mega Iron Fist. Yeah, and I know that pretty much Super. every villain in the MCU is like that. But when they do it right, I like those characters. I think it's kind of fun. And Davos is is a really good villain. Steel Serpent. Only the thing is, is they put this tattoo on his back in the show instead of I on think his chest. There was a Pro ZD video about that where it's like, okay, get this. It's like a, it's like Spider Man, but like. Bad Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. Okay, wait, what about this one? Oh! Iron Man, but... Bad Iron like Man. black and, like, dark. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's not okay. Um, <laughs> so, so, actually, speaking of that, Venom got, Venom got a PG-13 rating. Yeah. For two reasons. Two, they want to get as many people in the theater as possible to see it. And number two, um, they want... I've said this since the beginning, and it keeps turning up to be true. They want to keep the possibility open that Spider-Man could end up in the in in that, you yeah. know, that they could bridge that universe. It, so they want to keep it. Honestly, I don't I'm see okay any reason it. to be upset with this because I've I seen don't either. I've seen some good good points brought up. Mm -hmm. One, unlike Deadpool, where Deadpool really needs to be R-rated simply for the jokes that it makes, which mm -hmm. is very crass, yeah. very swear-heavy, and you simply can't do that with a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Really doesn't have to do much with the violence. No. Simply because yeah. of the language. Yeah. Logan, rated R because of the intense violence. Makes a lot of sense. Also, Logan himself, also a very swear-heavy person. Yeah. That makes sense to have rated R. Venom... Yeah, this, it's, it's, it's there's not, not as many be, qualifications to need to warrant like, the rated R. I could totally see it being an R movie, but, it doesn't but need the fact that it's not doesn't really upset yeah. me. Yeah, because because the thing is that there's not there's no swearing element involved. That's the biggest reason for a movie to be rated R. There's yeah. no nudity in it. There's yeah, no reason for nudity to be in it. I'm not a huge like yeah R rated movies kind of person anyway. Whatever. Well, I get like, like people wanting is it's even more nudity. It's even more gritty. Like yeah. no no no. Um, but for this, the only thing we're worried about is the violence. And when it yeah. comes to violence, I'm okay with the limit. You can like there's not a much difference between the violence between the PG-13 and the R rated movie now. Like yeah. there's very little. Yeah, it's basically the only difference I can really tell is you're only allowed one F bomb in a PG-13 movie yep. as opposed to like, Limited yeah, like R. all the other, uh, all the other really big differences between PG thirteen and rated R is mm -hmm. language and nudity. Like that's the mm -hmm. biggest difference. Things I don't want to see anyway. <laughs> so I don't want to see okay that language. I don't want to see that language. No, 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 no thanks. But um, it, cover yourself. Yeah, so have some decency. Yeah, I, I agree with that point. I agree with people who are saying like there's not there's not a need for this to be yeah. a rated R. And then people are also saying is that look they want Venom to succeed and unlike Logan which was a uh, a tested and proven series, Venom is new and they need to give it the best shot they can and just statistically putting that out there, rating an R-rated movie is a risky thing and in this one could very well be shooting themselves in the foot. They could have a situation where even if Venom was fantastic and rated R, yeah. they could not recuperate the money because not enough people want to see it because it was rated R. Exactly. And um, this is a little different than what we were just talking about but Venom is going to be really interesting um, in that they have to, they've had to adapt certain things about the character because Spider-Man's unevolved. Like, when you watch the movie, you'll notice that, um, there's no spider symbol on Venom. Mm. Um, they've taken that white 
and they've kind of made it like veiny mm. across across his entire body, but which I, is which is a good substitute because he hasn't met Spider Man, so the spider wouldn't make sense. And I think they could still go with this. I realize it's different than what we've seen in the movies, but yeah. there's been different versions of Venom in the yeah, comics. exactly. So and this isn't so, totally out of left field. Yeah, and we may it may be weird and different for us at first, but if Venom really catches on, like things like they that incorporated that things like that have happened in the past where they change a character a little bit, and now nobody knows that they've been changed because or. Just, you know what happens. Or, this is just one version of Venom. The way yeah. that Venom works, it would make sense if, like, this character just dies off completely and Venom takes a new form, like the traditional way of Spider-Man that we're used to seeing. Well, that'd be a little bit harder because Tom Hardy is, like, the defender okay. of Venom. true. Yeah. But you could just change that aspect of it and... Either they don't way. have to go. They don't have to go that far. Either way, the symbiote is able to change its shape, so yeah. Probably just so add like that on if it wants. Exactly. To. That's the thing. Is as soon as he does meet Spider-Man, boom, they can do the they can do the thing because his form is fluid. You know what I mean? I'd so like, like to think that the symbiote will just see like clothing and stuff and be like, huh, I like that, and then just switch to yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there's an easy way. Like as soon as he does meet Spider-Man, boom, he can have he can have his little Venom symbol too. So yeah, with that. Let's go to your topic. Yeah. What do you have for us? All right. Yeah. So enough Marvel. I'm going to be talking about the new Netflix TV show that just came out, The Dragon Prince. Hmm. Um, so well, what makes this so interesting? What makes it so interesting is that well, they basically have been selling it off the point that it is from the creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender, Legend of Korra, that sort of thing, um, and it's it, like whenever you hear that, you basically get really excited because like Avatar was really good show. I mean, like, you haven't seen all of it, but you should. I've seen enough You've to seen know. You've seen all of it, and you know it's good. After the last fair Yeah. You've seen after, right? Yeah. yeah. We're seeing I won't go off on a tangent, but we're seeing a lot more of these types of things where creators are making... Um, beloved creators are taking yeah. um, new content to places like Hulu and Netflix. We just saw that with yeah. The Simpsons for the same director... I'm sorry, same guy who made Simpsons for the... Uh, Disenchantment? Disenchantment. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah. I actually, I've watched it. It's okay. Yeah, I remember things. But besides that, that's yeah. what we're talking about. I just want to say that this is a new trend that we're seeing, like yes. this. And, and this, this is the next one in the installment. This of that. is kind of more like this. It's basically similar to the storytelling, obviously, to Avatar. It's like it's in a magical world. There's like you know uh, separate kingdoms with like separate peoples who are able to do certain things. Like Very re reminiscent of like Lord of the Rings. It's, yeah, it's like a mix of Lord of the Rings, Avatar, a couple of other things. I think it. I love it. Yeah, it's really like I like seeing that new version because it's it's old-fashioned medieval sort of fantasy basically mm. it's got and that factions almost like game yeah. of thrones you know yeah, yeah, with the families. Of, well yeah. they have all the different like elves they have like sun elves dark elves mm. uh, moon do they, elves. Have, do they have dwarves i don't know not, not yet not yet not i'm yet. waiting for it but they have dragons too and mm. it's basically it's in a land where like magic is real there's six forms of magic there's well, I have written down um, here. is there any spoilers in this potential spoilers potential spoilers yeah okay. um so be you've warned. been warned yeah Potential sport, not nothing yeah. big. So there's there's six uh, primal sources of magic. There's the sun, moon, stars, earth, sky, ocean, and then later on, a human mage basically comes up with a seventh uh, source of magic, which is dark magic, which is basically taking the like the life essence of a magical creature and then using it to their mm. own power and then you know doing whatever with it. Um, and basically. There's two warring factions. There's the humans, there's the elves, and they move the el they move the humans who started the dark magic mm. onto a one side of the continent. There's a dragon like separating them, and the elves are in the magical part of the land. And then the only thing that the humans have is the dark magic, basically. They're always trying to get onto the other side to you know get into the magical land, and that is divided by a dragon. But the humans kill the dragon, and allegedly the dragon's heir, the the egg which is the Dragon Prince, which is what the story is about, basically. Um, and it's, it's basically just... Big Fat Meanie. The Dragon Prince? Yeah, he's a big fat meanie. an egg. Oh. The, the Dragon Prince is in an egg. Sounds is like... He, uh, does he hatch? Eventually, I guess. I'm not going to say... It's kind of like every time we think about it. The last Airbender was in an SQ. <laughs> yeah, well... Why don't they just smoosh the egg? <laughs> Why not smoosh the egg? What? Well, they, they allegedly... Destroyed. Everyone believes that they destroyed it, but spoiler alert, they didn't. And you know, I don't feel bad about telling you that because it's called the Dragon Prince. Yeah, yeah, it's in Show's the name. About him. It's kind of like you it's know, kind of like uh, the the last Airbender. You know, it's like all the Airbenders are dead. Well, yeah. yeah something, something about this show makes me think that I there's, feel like there's just one last one. <laughs> I like how it's literally the same guy yeah, putting spoilers in his own show title. Yeah, like. yeah. It's like the Dragon Prince is dead. Called, on a show called The Dragon Prince. 
kind of like a like, Thor mean. Is he though? Yeah, yeah. Is he though? <laughs> I'm. So the the series has nine episodes so far. <laughs> I, I return s- of the Jedi. All the Jedi are dead. So there's <laughs> one returning. There's God, the last know. Jedi. There's only one Jedi left. Or is there? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Last Jedi. There's a couple of them. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. What <laughs> happens here? Are the Sith I all dead? <laughs> I think the Sith might <coughs> might make a comeback in this movie. Revenge of the Sith. Empire Something Strikes Back. Just but the just Sith are gone. They've been gone for just, a thousand years. Just, just yeah. a feeling. Return yeah. of the King. What's happening? In the kingdom. Where is the king? Is he dead? No. I think we've run this dry. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. Anywho. I don't know about this Narnia movie, but I know three things about it. <laughs> it's a There's a line of witch in a wardrobe. So far, I've only seen the wardrobe. I'm still waiting for that witch in line. You know? I know there's a line, though. Yeah, there's, I bet they it's in that wardrobe. I've been lying about that. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> William has to be proud of me for that. I'm a little, I'm just annoyed that I didn't make it first. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, yeah. Anyways, from Sorry, that Alex. So the show is, I think the show is doing pretty good, pretty good so far. Like it's it's that it's got that kiddish tone. Um, it's made for a younger audience. How big is the first season? It's nine episodes. Well, it's just like it's like uh, Avatar Lance. Uh, yeah, Avatar. it started off as like you know for a younger audience, but there's still to- stuff. That a young mature. I like to think of it as like the perfect mm-hmm. teen show, you know, and not in like the weird way, like in a way where it's like something that's more developed and mature. For like Teen Titans and Last Airbender, like that's yeah. the kind of if you, if you were a fan of those shows, you'll be a fan of this show. Are you know? gonna tell us about the animation? We're getting there. Uh, let's have yeah. Well, I'll, have, I'll leave that to Will because he saw some of the yeah. Uh, let, let's talk about the good things first. Yeah. The good oh. So good things is like the story is very interesting. They have a lot of characters that you can really like. There's you know the the king's sons, half son. Uh, there's a Scottish elf who's an assassin. So only half a son. Half son. Stepson, right? You need me to spell it out for (laughs) you? No. It's like, his his head's mine, but his legs don't belong to me. (laughs) That's not how it works. He's got like a normal sized torso, and he's got like dwarf sized legs. Like, (laughs) this is not my son. (laughs) Something's wrong here. It's like like two like elf parents, and then he comes out with like a dwarf feet, and he's like, hmm. (laughs) 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 He's got the ears, but not the height. So. Something makes me think this is my child. <laughs> mm. So the characters are good. <laughs> um, I really I like where the direction they're going. Cause it's the whole like you know coming of age story, which is basically like what Avatar was, and yeah. that's one of the things is like, like, like I like it, but I dislike it is with like nowadays they'll be the creators of one show or, or something, and they'll be like, all right, we're coming out with a new show. And us fans are always like, oh, is it going to be exactly like this show? Because that's what we want, and that's what we're excited about, because that's what they made and that we liked. But we know it's not going to be like that, so we have to be prepared for change, basically. You know? Because I feel the same way like with other stuff. Like, there's... Uh, so, like, Lord of the Rings came out. Mm-hmm. And then The Hobbit came out. We're all expecting, you know, Turn to Middle Earth is going to be just like the originals. And yep. it's, it's not. It's different. And we have Bad. to get used to it. Yeah. And care for them. But it's, it's something that I wonder about. Is like we get ourselves hyped for something specifically because it's from people who have made things that mm-hmm. we liked before, um, and yeah, you like, trust them. Yeah, basically, like, are you able to look past your own, like, you know, oh, I, I bet it's gonna be good because it came from these people, and you gotta. I think you gotta look at it exclusively. Mm. For, yeah, because you can't be like. No, it's good because it came from these people. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that, Wesley. What? Did, how did I do that? Justice League. I don't think it's good. I just like you it. Pull it up for it. No, it's. But uh, this, I say, this show. <laughs> sad. <coughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. But I think this show stands on its own. It has a lot of uh, potential. Um, again, it's starting off as more of a kid's show, but. Who are we kidding? It's gonna get better. I mean, it has to get better. They did the same thing with Star Wars by Rebels. Better, by better, he means darker. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta have more heart. It already does have heart, and I really appreciate that. Is it, that. like, lighthearted all the way through? No, there's a lot of really dark tones in oh, that. Oh, that's right. I saw blood in the first episode that I watched. Oh, blood. They killed, they killed a dragon, man. And then they killed someone else. I didn't see them killing a dragon. I saw a lady chasing another guy. Oh, she was almost gonna kill him. He didn't die. Kill him. But then and she that had blood on her swords. No, that was berry juice. Oh, wow. She pretended, Juke. She, Juke. Pretended, she pretended that it was blood, though. And apparently it worked. Um, 
yeah, it's got a, it's got some darker themes that I really appreciate. I know it sounds kind of terrible, but it's something that I kind of need in shows like this. Like the same with Avatar: The Last Airbender. There's a lot of deep themes mm. Um, mm. that basically made it better than you know just like a fun kids show. Right. That's something that I need to have. Yeah. Not the fun kids show, but like something that I'm able to invest in, not just like. Oh, we're going to this place. Oh, we're going to this place. Oh, we're having a fun time, but we have to eventually get to this place. Like, I want to have more character development. I need the story to be good. And this show is doing pretty solid with that so far. Again, first season. Don't know when the next season is going to come out, but I really like it. Um, but again, when it's coming from the creators of something that we really appreciate, we, we expect that it will be the same as that, both like story-wise and visually. But the animation is quite different from what we're used to in Avatar Last Airbender, and that's yeah, something that you talked about, yeah, right? We, like, I got a taste of that this morning. Yeah, we were watching yeah. something about it, yeah. and it's definitely different. It is different. And Tell us about frames, William. Yeah, tell us about <laughs> Yeah, so this, um, I'm going to get a little bit film nerdy here. Um, I, was, I, I ranted to them about this. So this animation is doing 3D animation in, in the style and physically how they're doing it. But they're doing a lot of notes and a lot of the practices from 2D animation. Because it like looks like 3D, but it behaves like 2D. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's the best way to put it. Is that it yeah. looks like 3D, but it behaves like 2D, which is a bit disorienting. So this is very similar to the effect I was explaining of when you're watching content in different frames. So um, mm -hmm. all films are shown at 24 frames a second. Most of your TV stuff, so like your sitcoms and stuff like that, shown in 30 frames per second. Your live TV, your news, your sports, that's all in 60 frames per second. Because it looks progressively more real. Right, because you. you're adding yeah. more and more detail. Um, for whatever reason, um, 24 frames a second, we went with that originally because it was a low frame rate that we could look at and not feel like it was choppy. Yeah. Still smooth, but it was like the lowest on that spectrum before it yeah. started crossing that barrier of where it's very clearly you can see the frames. You know when... Um, it's like uh, you're watching um, like an LED bulb, you yeah. know, and if you like take a video of it, because an LED bulb, if you guys don't know, just blinks really fast. Like that's how it works. It's, oh. it's electric and it just blinks super, super fast. Huh. Um, if you took a like a so slow like motion, the lights we have on set right now? Uh, no, these are not. Those oh, are okay. the LEDs. Okay. But if you took a, a video of it and you slowed it way down, you can see it blink. Huh. And you can see that. So think of that just like from what our eyes can see, because that blinks faster, this may be, I, I don't know, um, LEDs blink faster than we can actually register. So just how like the frames, it's fast enough to convince us that we can't see that there's actually frames. Like we mm -hmm. can't see the difference. When you slow it down enough, sometimes like you see in 2D animation, a lot of claymation, claymation yeah. is typically between 10 and 15 frames. You can see the frames in that. You can see yeah. the little beats of movements in that. It's just slow enough where you can see that. Um, well, actually, not so much anymore. They're getting better with it. Yeah. But, but, but for the same reason that claymation is in a low format, uh, lay, low frame rate, is for the same reason the movies used to be, because it was cheaper, because every frame costs money to produce, yeah. time to make, and especially when you're working with practical and um, digital effects, more like physical stuff to create. You know, you have to do it for a longer period of time. So it was cheaper. But we've gotten so used to seeing... Frame, uh, movies that way that adding more frames in it seems kind of jarring as we were explaining so a good example of this is the Hobbit movies was shot and shown in 48 frames a second which was tw the reason why they went with 48 specifically is that it's twice the frames of 40 of 24 so trying to make it less jarring by not adding a, a random amount of frames added to it, but by adding double the frames, so it just seems like there's just twice the amount of frames that we're used to, so a little bit more acceptable. But even then, it still is a bit jarring to some people. I know it was to me when I saw it in theaters. So I was like, this is cool, because it does show more detail, and it does seem more realistic, but I don't know if I like it. I can't, like, because yeah. the thing about what it does to you, and I'm sure you can see this in the show, it takes you out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's, you want movies to be immersive. And yeah. when it takes you out of it, that's not... It's not good. Yeah. So the thing that this um, animation is suffering from is that it's using the frame rate of a 2D animation where there's not a lot of smooth moment. A lot of the frames are a lot directional. So like if you have 3D animation, it's very smooth transitions. You have an object go from point A to point B, 
and for every frame it moves closer to that thing. In uh -huh. 2D animation, it uses basically the checkpoints, just the important bits. Yeah. You, you, the best way to look at this, to observe this, is uh, lip syncing. Mm -hmm. um, it's extremely time consuming to do lip syncing, and there's so much of it that they just want to make it seem convincing. So for 2D animation, especially, just the important bits, you know? Um, and so you can always tell by that in here. And the thing about this, that's, it's doing that same thing, but when you see 3D animation, you expect full mouth movement and you yeah. expect very natural looking things because the whole point of 3D animation is that it's trying to be more realistic mm -hmm. where this is trying to be more cartoony so it's just kind of weird because it, it's, it's indecisive. It's an interesting design choice. Right. Yeah. I haven't looked up enough facts about this but another thing that annoys me about this is that the frames seem in, in, inconsistent and my theory is that okay. this, this show is actually in 30 frames but not everything in it is 30 frames. Mm -hmm. So for instance, anytime the camera moves looks very smooth yeah because uh, that's another thing in 3d animation you have camera movements in 2d animation you don't really have that as much um 3d animation camera moves very silky smooth every single time anytime a character moves kind of choppy you can see the frames yeah except when you see things like a weapon swinging suddenly that looks smooth and then they go to move and it's like they look like they just kind of hopped or glitched for a second and well, it's like here's the thing with that though is because even in 2d animation when they do things like that it happens so quickly that it, even in 2d animation stuff like that looks more fluid right but yeah it's it's, it's consistent with yeah. its own thing it, stuff in it seems inconsistent some of the stuff about it seems like it's higher frames and it just overall like for me i'm going to notice it way more than the average viewer but even for the average viewer they're noticing this kind of stuff yeah because we were watching a video downstairs that kind of explained what you what you were talking about and he would slow things down and see, like, hey, look at that. Doesn't that look weird? Like, slowed yeah. down. And, like, I didn't really notice until he slowed it down, but you did. Yeah. So. Because, like, they were talking about the hair movements. Yeah. Or even, like, the people running in the background. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, and I do want to say that this is not ruining the show. It's just a single negative point yeah. to the overall show. Yeah, you just is it watchable? To it. Absolutely, it's watchable. It's just like an interesting choice to make, and I think that as it goes on, they'll be better about it as they're trying to figure out their How style. Does it work. Yeah. Good example: Ruby. Ruby uh, didn't have these types of issues, but basically the visual aspect of their 3D animation. Yeah, and once their production value right. got better, you know, the show and got now they've really so. got their hold on what Ruby is meant yeah. to look like, and it looks beautiful. I would not be surprised if this show finds their own um, their own path mm -hmm. down the road. I'd, I think they're going to be fine. It's not ruining the show. It's just kind of disappointing because sometimes it takes you out of it. Yeah. But that, that being said, what's important is is the sound design is perfectly fine. The visuals itself are pretty and mm -hmm. interesting and colorful. And that matters most of all because that can make up for the fact of it being yeah. inconsistently animated. Mm -hmm. You know, they can work on that. They can work on the animation, that stuff that can be improved. The look and feel oh, of the yeah. show, that's kind of more permanent, you mm -hmm. know. You can only change that so much. So, yeah. totally fine. It's just an interesting note, a different challenge that you're not used to seeing. You know, usually this mm -hmm. is not a problem that we're used to seeing, and I'm not sure if, if this is them legitimately having a problem with their production team, or this is a stylistic choice that they're still trying to figure out. Um, and but whatever the case, uh, I applaud them for taking chances to trying to be different. I don't want to condemn that. I want them to try to be different and try mm -hmm. to stand out. Um, I just think that they gotta iron a few things out. Yeah. You know? So what do you think, Alex? Again, like, yeah, that was one of the big things that was kind of jarring for me. It was like watching the animation. It was kind of funky. It was like, again, it was very different from what I'm used to because like with 2D animation, you usually have like two perspectives. You have it either from the side or like right in the front. Mm -hmm. This one, they're always moving back and forth, and it was like, it was pretty confusing. Like, the, the shading was weird. Again, yeah. 2D animation, in a th was it 2D animation in a 3D format? It's, it's, it's 3D animation in a 2D format. It's, right? it's, yeah. well, how do you explain it? It's, it's, it, it's 3D animation that behaves, it behaves, acts, it behaves yeah, like 2D. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's something that was like, kind of jarring, but at the same time, like, once you start watching the, like, the, the show, and like, getting immersed into the story then that's something that really helps you just not see it as much because again the show is very beautiful like mm -hmm. it's very yeah. well designed the characters look amazing the it's got like that cell shaded kind of look you know yeah yeah it kind of in a way what about again like i'm very much into fantasy medieval that sort of stuff and we don't have a lot of shows that well we yeah. have a couple 
but not always family friendly shows that are like that. So it's nice to be able to like watch one of those, and watch like this show, and just you know get immersed in the story. I like world building basically, and mm. they have so much world building right here. Like again, they're like, okay, there's all this magic, there's all these different kind of races and characters, and this is just the first season. There's going to be a lot more. So far, we've yeah. seen humans, we've seen elves, we've seen dragons. Um, there's some different kind of like creatures but not so much as like in Avatar where they just have hybrid creatures basically like yeah. Appa or you know what Appa. have you Appa yip yip yeah. they kind of have something like that except it's not Appa per se it's just the pet of one of the characters and he's like a glow toad or something yeah oh yeah he changes he's colors very fun and stuff. yeah he steals snacks and that sort of thing mm. but overall you feel like this show's got a lot of potential I and definitely enjoy it. I'm looking forward to the next season, and I think that because yeah, it's they, all out now, right? The first season's out now. It's as the nature of Netflix. Yeah, there's nine episodes on Netflix. Um, I definitely recommend it. And they're definitely going for season two. I hope so because they kind of left it off. At like, okay, good. Know, I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I've re- I, I'm pretty sure that they'll come out with some news about that. I don't know cool. if they have yet, but I'm pretty excited about it. I like it. Yeah. Well, with that, yeah. that's it. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.